Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. You're back. I am back. Thank you. I missed a pod, but I'm really hyped to talk about two of my favorite shows at the moment. <laughs> he let me know that it's halftime, so we gotta do the sh- we gotta do the pod, and then yeah, the playoffs are on. I am pretty excited so far. Uh, Cincinnati is losing to Kansas City, which I hope does not turn out to be a, a blowout because I just want a really good game. In sports with Ellie news. Mm. Tom Brady might be retiring, but no one knows, and Tom Brady has not put out a statement. That's That'd be all wild. I have. Twenty-two seasons. Nah, he should do another year. Nah, <laughs> go to twenty-five. Why stop at twenty-two? But yeah, Sports with Ellie doesn't have any uh, more update than that. I know there's two games today. I can't tell you who's playing in those games. Kansas City. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Mm, 49ers as well. Yep, they're playing. Oh, tonight. look at me. Okay, yep. that's all I got for you. Today we'll be talking about Before the 90 Days, as well as Sister Wives. We figured today we would start with Before the 90 and then end with Sister Wives because I got a cameo from Christine and it's so cute and sweet and I can't wait to play it for you guys. So I'll put timestamps in and then play the audio of it in that segment. Mm -hmm. All right, but going back to Before the 90 Days, Season 5, Episode 8, Calm Before the Storm. We'll start off with Ben and Mahogany. Really nothing happened at all. Ben is flying from Michigan to Peru. Mahogany's dad said he does not trust Ben and... Who may or may not be older than him. Yeah, I think Ben is going to be older than Mahogany's dad. That's my theory. Okay, I like it. They stopped texting altogether. He still decided to go to Lima and... You know what's interesting? He doesn't see the major red flag of... No. I just landed in the country you're from... And you won't text me and you won't call me. I'm fucking leaving and you're never going to hear from me again. Don't no. ask me for any fucking money. But he stayed in their designated spot for who knows how long. Finally went to the hotel. And when the producer asked, is there a chance that she is not who she says she is? He said, a very small chance. Maybe 3%. Okay. Do you think they're ever going to meet? I mean, I think we're getting close to the end of the season. I'm yeah. going to say, gosh. Because spoiler. Or, or they'll meet. And they'll basically say, like, hey, like, I want to end this. This wasn't, you know, sorry I hurt your feelings, whatever. No, a catfisher would never do that. That's way too honest and adult-like. Spoiler I f- spoiler from the subreddit, she's an actual person. But I don't know if they ever meet. She's just, her photos are really filtered mm-hmm. and edited. But she's real, so I'm, I'm thinking there might be a possibility that they meet. Yeah, I think so. I Oh my god, I'm just, he would be right would, back in it, it though. It would be curious, because she's not going to look like those photos. No. If, because again, he said, you know, God led me this way, the, the messages, I'm in yeah. love. It shouldn't matter, the photos I'm should. in love, so yeah. like, okay, so this is almost like that story, like that movie scene of you married someone, but they don't look like who you think they are. Mm-hmm. I think we recently watched like a rom-com oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, sure. But, so she's going to, let's say the photos are a 10 out of 10. And in real life, she looks like a seven. And he's like, ugh. It shouldn't matter, though. Like, God you disgust me. led like, him. But he led you to this. Yeah. This, she should be the one forever. You liked everything that she was saying. You so fell in love with her personality. I'm really interested to see his reaction when they do meet. I think they'll meet, too. I think it'll be very telling of his intentions. Yeah, exactly. Mike and Jimena. Today, they were leaving Salenta. And Mike is adorable in his little tourist hat. How did you feel about Mike blowing his nose and putting it in the pocket of the taxi? I'm going to combo this because he mentions that he has ADHD. Yes. And that's the cause of his, 
I guess bad habits. Bad habits, but messy you, habits. You just blew your nose, and you're immediately gonna put it in the back seat of a car. Why don't you just put it in your fucking pocket? Like your natural instinct was like, look around, look around, back seat. That's that's never, especially if I'm in like an Uber or whatever, a Lyft. My intention is not I blew my nose, so let me put it in the back of no, your seat. Like I'm same. gonna put it in my pocket. Jimenez so gross out. Well, he was like digging up his nose. Like he like blew his nose. And he like digged up in there. I'm like, dude, calm, no, chill, chill. You gotta get the bats out of the cave. But do you think that ADHD is a? I mean, it probably is a reason for why he does certain things or doesn't do certain things. For example, I think the clothing is an easy example. No, because he already has the bad habit of just putting it on the ground versus just putting it in a bin or whatever. Yeah. So, so you don't I, take it as like that's no. the full reason. No. I think it's more he's living with two guys. Yeah, it's just his habit. It's yeah. just like what he's always done. So he's, he's just used to it. with used his to habits. Mm-hmm. I thought her response was super sweet, though. I think it was a nice moment in the car when he did reveal that he had ADHD. This is why certain things are the way they are. He mm-hmm. will try to be more careful about it. And her response was simply, thank you for telling me. Let me know these things so that I can help you so that I can understand. It was really nice. I'm not sure if Jimena has had a negative cut that people might get the assumption that she is really mean. I think just the previews only showed negative aspects. But for so, example, they only showed her reactions to things, but they never showed Mike being this messy. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like this react this response from her was, it was very human, very kind, yes. very normal, which yeah. everyone would expect. But usually in these shows, you don't get that. No, That was really nice to see. Now, is she only being nice about it because she had her own secret? That she could not have a child and let him on. So now she's just being super nice about him not saying this. Because she had a real big secret. Yeah, if you if you weigh them against each other, you know, Mike not being clean or whatever to, hey, I can't have another baby for well, the rest of my life. Well, it's not only not being able to, He never told her he had ADHD. Sure. I mean, I don't think that's a deal breaker. But no. I mean, it's probably so subtle that it's, it's like... Like, even, I would have never thought that even, watching this show. Yeah, but it's not even... It's like, this is not going to impact our relationship. No. Like, there's no way. But, but not lying having, about having, not being able to have children that does be, affect the relationship. It's a big deal breaker. But he was still super nice about that too. Yes, it affected him for multiple days. He was quiet. He needed to think about it. But in the end, he still wants to be with her. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. We see Mike making dinner for the family. Again, so sweet. They hated it. They said it was a sin. But, but. <laughs> we love an effort. I mean, I did say it was like, well, the thought does count. Exactly. Put the effort in to make this. When he was clearing off the table, it was four plates full of pasta. (laughs) But man, if you follow the directions, like how is it so undercooked? I assume he did not follow the directions. Don't you like just taste it? Like taste a noodle? I would think so. Usually you should taste. Also, this is still like hard. That looked like the plainest pasta I've ever seen in my life. Like even like a brown butter pasta would be look like it had a little bit more flavor it had like no extra color or he could have he could have browned some fucking ground beef and put it in a hamburger helper and it a thousand times better and you cannot effort um, we appreciate effort though you probably can fuck up hamburger helper but it's gonna be really fucking hard you'd you'd literally have to have it sit there too long like you'd have to just start a fire (laughs) like it would have to be burning and like it's because it's that processed yes yeah like yeah (laughs) It's going to be really hard to fuck up. Fun fact, Leon loves Hamburger Helper. (laughs) I tried to make him a healthy version once. I was like, okay, I'll just make it from scratch. Did not not meet the standard of Hamburger Helper. (laughs) Healthy substitutes don't work. I've just, I've accepted it. 
I thought the one-on-one conversation with Jimena's dad was not fair. It's funny that... He has concerns. He has concerns. Your daughter used to date an assassin... Who, who kept her who locked, locked up. Who locked her up and is now possibly in jail because the, another guy's in jail. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know if the assassin is the same guy that's in jail. Right. I don't think so because it says, like, the assassin disappeared and he, like, never caught you yeah. again. So I'm assuming one guy's in jail. One guy used to be an assassin. Yeah. I'm a volunteer firefighter <laughs> who's, you know, slightly nerdy and I probably couldn't hurt a fly. But you're worried about me. Yeah. I couldn't take and, that, that and seriously. he's talking about, have these these thoughts of, to take care of my daughter or like you know i you know obviously like that fear of like i'm not sure if you can and the whole time i'm like dude you're living in the apartment that mike is yes for. when he says what is your favorite what is jimena's favorite color and he didn't know and what was your answer well then he says what is jimena's favorite food i said her favorite food is the food that comes from the stove that i'm paying for i fucking lost it <laughs> when you told me this that was fucking savage Probably your favorite food as well is in that fridge that I bought. In yeah. that apartment that I'm paying for. I'm not... No. What is this dude thinking? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. I get, you know, monetary help is one thing and then love, you know, that love is another. But you need to show me some respect considering I am providing a roof over your head and your family. And your head. wife and your kid and your grandkids. I'm not saying like, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, no, no. no, no. no. I'm saying this guy is actually nice and he's helping you guys out. Why do you need to come at him with this energy, with this angle? It makes no sense. Yeah. You think he would be, like, nice and friendly? Welcoming, right? Do you think Jimena's dad had a conversation like this with any of the other men in her life? Nah, they're probably too strong-willed, too... Well, not only that, but I think he probably never even met any of them. That's possible. Basically, get off Mike, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Mike asked for permission to propose to Jimena, and Jimena's dad did give his blessing. He didn't look happy about it, but he still gave the blessing. I always wonder if a lot of these situations, they kind of realize that eventually their family members would be moving away from them. Yeah. Their situation, if they were to move, well, the money's gone. Like, it's she's moved to the U.S. No, because you know in the culture, the money still goes back. But she doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the way it is. A reminder to everyone that we will not be talking about... Caleb's friend will be mostly talking about Caleb. Yes, we'll bring her up, but the show isn't really revolving around her storyline anymore to us. So just a friendly reminder. Why is Caleb shirtless as much as he possibly can be? I think he's just using it to advertise his body. Just willing to pay attention. <laughs> just any woman in the world. But like, okay, yeah, you can sleep with a shirt off. I get that. But there's now there's a whole crew in like the room. Like you had to let them in. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole crew in the room. Just go put a shirt on. You filthy animal. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb says he can't trust his friend since she revealed her last relationship was more serious than she initially let on. He almost seems more annoyed that Elijah had to tell him versus her just telling him. She didn't have the guts to do it herself. Today is the day that Elijah is also leaving. And Caleb is excited about that to finally have alone time with his friend. I loved Elijah and like every scene he's in. Yeah, the outfits, He's on point. Great outfits, Sassy. great attitude or tude. Like, he just brings it, and he's just a character that speaks his mind all the time. Maybe it's just where they're from. Like, they're just very blunt. But Maybe. I, I do love how honest he is. I like when he tells his friend, give me one week to forget your face. And also, Elijah's like the most awkward hugger. 
He's so awkward. He's like, oh, he expected probably like a little handshake. That's what it looked like. And then he got the hug and it was just, he was like, I don't want this. We see Caleb and his friend going to a Turkish bathhouse, which looked super cute. I've never been to a bathhouse. Looks very relaxing. I've seen one. other ones. I've seen Japanese bathhouses, and but I've like never I've just, participated. I feel like I've just seen one in a movie where they just slap you around <laughs> with like a big old leaf. If you ever watch Ugly Delicious, there is a steakhouse episode, which is really good. And they do go to a bathhouse, I want to say in Jersey or New York. And that's where they slap you with like the ro- not yeah. rosemary. What am I thinking of with like ivy? Yeah, get that blood flowing. Yeah, get stimulation. Yeah. So it looks really relaxing, but I don't know how I feel just someone bathing me. I understand that's not that's not the point, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm too focused on that, I think. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to relax, maybe? I don't think I would. Mm. I think I would just be like, that was nice, but I want to be by myself. After the Turkish bath, they decide to go back to the hotel and have a talk over tea. I don't feel like anything was really said. It was... Caleb talking about who he is as a person and how he likes to be forward facing and things were said, but no, there was no real meaning behind it. I felt like they didn't even talk about the secret at all. They both kind of just agreed we're moving forward. Do you think they're going to have a committed relationship or just a friendship after this? Oh, a friendship. This is going to go nowhere. This gotcha. doesn't mean anything. I think to either one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm still sticking by my stance of, I don't even think this is real. They yeah. wanted to be on TV and that's gotcha. all it is. We haven't talked about it much, but Caleb's friend is pretty much going to be edited out of the show after this episode. From what I've heard, the episodes that yeah, I don't know. Next I was month, surprised to even see it. It seems like the episodes that will be released next month and moving forward are the ones that were actually edited with this friend off. But it, Caleb stood by her side, which means I mean, they're still friends to some kind extent. Of. The end of the day, it really involves his friend. That's who should have been putting out a statement. And she still has not apologized. She's making excuses for her actions, saying she didn't know what it means, which is bullshit. But enough of that. Something that we didn't talk about, which I just realized. Going back a little bit to Mike and Jimena, there was a conversation that Jimena was having with her whole family in the living room as she was getting ready for the romantic dinner with Mike. The whole, I think this is going to be the family having dinner not just her no yeah because in the next time on we see the preview of he's basically gonna propose in front of the entire family that's a lot that's a lot of pressure why is but i feel like mike's put that pressure on himself he did i think he thinks it's really romantic especially to have the kids there which i agree but i wouldn't want like the parents there or siblings yeah it also sets up for like a huge fucking fail if it did right at least everyone knows that we're not getting married well this kind of goes back to what i wanted to talk about The family is very involved in basically giving her advice before the dinner. I think everyone knows he's going to propose here. And they basically say, stay with him. He'll give you and the kids a better life. If you leave him, you'll have to get a job and start paying for this apartment. That was weird. It was was blunt. Very weird, blunt conversation. And we know this is a very transactional relationship. Even if there is feelings, it is very transactional. And this was really. But the fact that they said it on camera, like, girl, if y'all break up, you need to you need to look out for your kids, aka. Be mindful of the decision you make. Yep. Because if you say no to this man, we're all gonna have to work. (laughs) Fuck. It was uncomfortable. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But also, but also they said, Jimena, you got to get a job versus like, we all got to get a job. Oh yeah, they said Jimena has to get a job. No one else was saying they're getting jobs. I think the father works at the coffee fields or something to do with coffee. Hmm. I don't know if anyone else in that apartment works. Gotcha. When Mike was talking to 
Jimena's kids about being their father. I thought that was really inappropriate. You haven't proposed yet. She hasn't said yes. You have no agreement on where your life is going. And you just happen to take the kids out and tell them that he's doing the whole like manipulative thing of it would make me really happy if you guys would be okay with me being your dad. That kind of thing. That's what it felt like. And I didn't like it. I thought this was a conversation maybe after they had a plan for their future to have with the kids together. Mm -hmm. But can we applaud Mike for a second for being willing to kind of be out in the area without Jimena and kind of be solo? That's really nice. So he takes the kids out to play by himself. He met Jimena's dad by himself. He got there by himself. That's nice. He's not super dependent on Jimena to take him everywhere, to say everything Mm -hmm. for him. You're giving him the benefit of the doubt. I feel like production got him there. (laughs) (laughs) Versus like an Uber or something. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Probably. Let's be honest. Hey, he was outside with the kids, though, without Jimena. Yeah. So that's nice. Ah, Gino and Jasmine. They are traveling to the San Jose Island, but I didn't understand the plane situation. So... Is there no commercial flights there or is anyone that too, ever goes there? I wonder is if just it's that. too small for commercial That's what flights. I'm wondering. You have uh, you want to talk about the little planes? Little planes are terrifying and I will never go on them. I'm a commercial jet only type of gal. We'll never go on a, like a two-seater plane. Never go on the one that they shit was on. tiny. I will take a boat for five hours. <laughs> I'm not uh, we were talking about like, couldn't they take a boat? I mean, they said it was uh, 50, 50 miles. miles. I'm like, well... It will take a while. It might take a little, a lot longer than a plane ride, yes. but... I'm not getting on that plane, though. There's nothing you could do to get me on that plane. It was really beautiful, though. Oh, the, so the views there gorgeous. are fucking crazy. This is like It looks like... It almost location. looks like if you, like, cut up little scenes in, like, the Avatar movie, <laughs> they, like, look like that. You know, we got rocks and yes. coming out of water. It was, it was really cool. I've never seen tropical birds out, like, real. That's almost like the place... If, if you're like a writer or you want to get away from everyone, just yeah. go get a secluded house on this fucking island and look at that view and just chill. I would absolutely love to go there. The water was beautiful. It looked really secluded. It was nice. You know, I give Jasmine a lot of shit, but you know what? She got herself a vacation. Good for her. <laughs> Do you know how to take his hat off to get through security? And he was pissed. He doesn't have a deformed head, though. No, it looks fine. I don't see what the it issue is. totally normal. He's just, is it deformed up the front? I think he's built. That was my theory again. I think he just deformed. built up this whole thing in his head to make it worse. I think Jasmine is. is right for encouraging him a lot, like almost over encouraging him when he has it off. You look like a Bruce Willis, like yeah, because yeah, he looks fine. Later in the episode, Gino and Jasmine are having drinks together, and this girl is good. She she had this set up from the jump. It was so good. So she starts gasking him up about their relationship, how happy she is, and how she's so happy that she can trust him. She already had this in her mind. Yeah, like she planned this it whole storyline that she was gonna. It was good. It was she's real a good. Performer. Yeah, gasses him up and then gasses him up and then follows it with. So, I received a message. We find out that Gino has been talking to one of his exes as recently as a couple days ago. Already weird. Yeah, you. you this this was a, literally this is, her biggest a, red flag. This isn't his ex-wife. This is just an no, ex. An ex, and he knows that this is one of her main triggers. I can't get over that the timeline though. Okay, wait. A couple no. days ago, she. She. Th- this is what I think happens. You know, because until you meet someone, you don't know if it's real. Like, I mean, look at uh, you know <laughs> Ben. Ben over there. Yeah. But I think Gino meets up with Jasmine. 
And he's like, oh my gosh, she's real. She's beautiful. We poked. She's like, I'm going to go talk shit to my ex. Be like, all right, bitch, you wanted to leave me? Look who I got now. Yeah. So he's, that's exactly so he's what pinging happened. her. Yada, yada, Which yada. is weird as but hell. But then you know, you know, we find out that he sent a most likely a nude pic. He sent Jasmine's nudes to his ex to make her jealous. But like, why? It's your ex. Why are you even talking? And her ex did the right thing. She doesn't give a shit. She's her not ex is like, you know. all right, bitch. You're yeah, trying, who's you, going to have the final act You trying to fuck with me? Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, your man is sending me your fucking photos, so you better go check his ass. So, the timeline is, Jasmine got these texts. She basically told her to leave them alone. She blocked her and then saw that she was trying to send her an attachment, which but did initially, not load. initially, you said that she unblocks her at this sit down. Yes. I say... She had already done that and looked at the photo. So she already had the so whole... So you think the reaction was even fake? Like, she yeah, already had but it all planned. in her mind, she's like, I'm going to tell him how much I trust him, how great he is. Well, I knew she that already, was all planned. She already saw the I'm just saying the attachment the No, was I, I think she yet. already... And Gina was freaking out. She, yeah. He was nonverbal, but man, his Those like, eyes cues, said a lot. His cues were going off. And I think it's bullshit that it's on the next time on again. How many times does this scene need to be on the next time on? That this is a, a pet peeve of mine of like this show and like yeah. well, the series of how they do that. They'll they'll preview something, and and this isn't even like preseason preview. This is like during the season. Yep. You're previewing something, but you're not going to show it to me for two or three episodes. Don't say it's on the next time on then. Yeah, don't do that. You showed us the first five minutes of the conversation, then it ends. Yeah, not fair. Ella and Johnny. We see Ella going to the ranch to help her parents today. And cows are so cute. Yeah, big boobies. Best friends. Yep. Cows have best friends, if you didn't know. And they were standing together, and they were very scared of Ella. (laughs) It's too predictable, man. What's coming up is like, it's not... Yeah. So her parents' point was... COVID isn't bad in Idaho. He's making it a lot worse than he is. Okay, but he still has to travel a really long way with lots of people in a very confined area yeah, and through yeah. multiple airports to get there. So, yeah, he doesn't want to catch it. I do find it almost comical that they're almost giving Johnny shit because he sort of has a little bit of fear of traveling, yeah. right? But it's like the biggest deal that their daughter, heaven forbid, has to travel oh my God, outside of fucking Idaho. Okay, first question. Do you think her parents have ever left the United States? Yes. Really? There's no way. Um, Absolutely not. They've definitely been to Mexico. No way. They would never. Vacation. You think they would go to Mexico? For sure. No, nah, they're going to the touristy part of Mexico. They're getting their fucking pina coladas. <laughs> they're fucking taking some mezcal shots. They're going to Mexico. No Point way. Point blank period. No way. Um, Why are they so terrified of Ella going to Dubai? Honestly, she's I a just, white woman. No, honestly, I just think the they're Middle scared East. of. I mean, she's like really heavy set and like traveling and all that stuff that comes with that. It's like hard. It's I harder. guess, but they this said is... the whole Middle East. Just sure, sure. Okay, <laughs> it, it was just a big. I did notice that the father was real quiet. He was not much of a talker. He, well, the only thing we got out of him was basically the whole Middle East. I think the mom wears the pants. Yes, that's fine. And. I thought it was really interesting that we got this scene on camera. So Ella, her mom asks, like, what are you going to do when the money gets tight? Oh, and she says, yes. You know, if it comes to that, will you guys be there to support me? And I was like, oh, my God, this is actually on camera. And the parents even said we've had to support her a lot. 
Did they pay for the trip to meet Cody Airfingers, the Indian guy? Uh, most likely, but they've probably bailed her out before either just at home. I think just constantly there's just little like, things. oh, um, I had this job and I quit. Um, can you help me pay for rent or whatever? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. We don't know this. I'm just making shit up here. <laughs> You're turning into me now. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting that you usually don't get those conversations on camera no. of parents of the initial supporting ass even. The, you know parents supporting their older kids because like she said she's i'm about to turn 30 you know my life's over Ugh, i'm not married that was so annoying 30 is not old i'm like yes you're about to turn 30 and you still ask your parents for money so yes what <laughs> be you- more concerned about that and your financial stability versus a man please please yeah That's like, all I like we said before you need to take care of yourself like, don't worry about this man thing. Don't. He's not going to help you lose Don't take weight. care of yourself for a man. Like, that, just do it for you. That's a real solo journey. Do not wait to live your life for Johnny. Anyway, I think we've... Anyway. <laughs> I shouldn't say anyway. We've been... We've been. I think we've been easy on Ella for the most part. Kim and Soulja Boy. Now, I purposely saved this for the end because I was so annoyed. This, now... Hey, this was a guy, though. That's what I'm... This is a guy, though. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. Talk to me. A 50-year-old man pressuring a 32-year-old woman. Is that cool? Is that okay? No one should pressure anyone into sex. But I'm not begging for sex. No, she's not thirsty. But yeah, I'm not thirsty. Okay. A lot happened in this one scene that was Why won't you have sex with me? Just begging for it. I have a feeling Kimbali just hasn't been poked in so long that she's just... Absolutely no reason. But... It's it's in honestly, I'm amazed. Soldier Boy is like really standing his ground, which he should. I no, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good, happy for him. Good for very, him. Very, very happy for him. Um, I don't think I've ever cheered him on so much. The first thing we have of them is waking up in bed with no pillow border. I thought this was a good sign. Maybe some sure. cuddling happened. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, she says they did not have sex, but there was touching of certain body areas. We see Kim openly say that she is trying to seduce Usman tonight. She is wearing her nicest heart lingerie. She's drinking champagne to get liquid courage. And she's not wearing makeup because that's how she likes her. I thought the sexy time outfit was not cute. <laughs> that's your lingerie. Girl, that's like your sleeping outfit. That's not well, lingerie. that's her lingerie. I thought when he was taking her robe off, I did not need to see a close-up of that. That was too much. I, didn't I was to screaming. See, I didn't need to see an outline of a nip. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't need to see all of that. It was a lot. And I'm not saying because also, her but, age. But, I'm you know, saying because yes, I don't want to yes, see Yes, he's it. denying sex, but why is he like, let me take your robe off? Hey, I don't care. You, mm. You're still not comfortable with sex. Don't have sex. I do think he was teasing her a bit, though, by, like, taking his shirt off when she went to go get him champagne. Like, yes, there's things teasing happening. But again, I still don't excuse the behavior. There's a lot of contradiction going on with Kimberly. Constant. And then in in the end was just so stupid. So I felt like she was being extremely immature and borderline high schoolish. Just just tell me if you don't want me. No hard feelings. Just tell me if you don't want me. If he said he didn't want her, she'd freak the fuck out. She was freaking the fuck out about it later. She was so intense after the de-robing. They got into bed. They're hanging out. This could have been a great night of communication, flirtiness. We're building the foundation of something more. Instead, she just turns at him and says, have sex with me. I was so uncomfortable. Usman then, after a little bit of exchange, decided he's leaving. And she follows him downstairs. 
Although I, I always, when I saw this scene, I didn't put that much weight into it because I couldn't tell if he checked out of his room or if all he did was just move his luggage. I think he just moved his luggage. Okay. That's how I took it. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, where are you going to go? You checked out of your room already. (laughs) He has to grovel back to his friends and be like, let me crash here. They're on the PS5 game. (laughs) The MacBook's open. (laughs) He's like, can I join you guys? Kim says she is so much in love with him. And he says that he loves her as well in his own way. She then begins to pressure him, asking if she's going to go back home brokenhearted and have to tell her son and her mom and all of her friends that they were right. I mean, she's saying like this could be a nice trip that just didn't le- just didn't have sex in it. But that's, she, what that's I don't not get. enough for her. In her yeah. mind, she's like, if I don't have sex on this trip, he doesn't love me. It's over. They were all right. I'm like, they were just saying that he could be a phony, but like if you have a good time, who cares? And you just hung out with each yeah. other, that would that would have been great. You're like, oh, he's a great guy. We did the music shoot, had a good time, did the touristy thing. That's it. She's insinuating that it would be super embarrassing to go home and tell people this, but I think it's more embarrassing to beg for sex on national television. Are you just gonna go back to your friends and family and your son and say, yeah, it was cool, but he wouldn't fuck me, so it was a dumb trip? Yeah, like. That's all you wanted? You that's didn't like care not, about building a relationship? Yeah, that's not what I'm going to tell people when I come back from this trip. I appreciate Usman pretending to sleep so he didn't have to talk. <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> He's like, quiet down. I'm sleeping. You're too loud. And then again, immediately when he does that, she said, I don't want to sleep. I want to have sex. You just begged this man to come back to your room. Why are you bringing this up still? Why would no, his mind change? Live while we're watching this show... She says, like, I'm not thirsty or whatever. Yeah. And then she says, why won't you have sex with me? Like, the very next sentence. Yep. You're contradicting yourself immediately. Like, you're not even seeing what you're saying right now. No. At this point, she gets out of bed and says, I can't do this no more. Now it's now it's snowballing into other things. She says, my son's going to cuss him out, and I don't want that to happen. Why are you telling your son that you're not getting dick? don't that's weird i don't think he wants to know that and i why would a son come to his mom's defense for not getting fucked also i don't know where your son's gonna cuss me out like i'm over here in fucking africa girl yeah like i'm not talking to your son he was correct i have no connection to him he has no reason to talk to me there's nothing between us because i won't fuck your mom you're mad at me that's weird as fuck yeah i'll be happy if my kids just don't know that yeah that's fine let's just not She repeatedly is bringing her son into this and now says that her son has to have the stamp of approval. For what? For sex? For a relationship? For a marriage? Because you don't even have a relationship with this man and he's made it very clear that you're not in a relationship yet. Kim says that the future without Usman is scary. Girl, I cannot (laughs) take you seriously. You've known this guy for a year over text messages. Yep. But you, but you can't see your life without no. him? Are you fucking she is, kidding Her me? life has been incomplete all these years without Usman. I, I was I, so infuriated in this scene. It was just so hard to watch. I just kept thinking, you're being so manipulative. You're being so predatory. I understand this is, again, a very transactional relationship. I get that. she's very immature. Very immature. Why do you have to have sex? I just don't get it. I think in her mind, it's the... Is she obsessing over like being a fan? Is she almost just like an obsessed fan? Maybe in some ways, but I think for her, the that action of having sex is almost like the the accomplishment of, oh, we are a thing. Yeah. Versus everything else that comes with the relationship. It's just, no, it has to be that action. But sex doesn't equal a relationship. So yeah. would she rather have sex and not have a relationship? Because that's a, a possible outcome to that. 
did not like watching someone be pressured into anything, but especially this, mm-hmm. when he's repeatedly being so clear, I'm not doing this. Yeah, we mentioned it a couple times on the show of like if the roles are reversed, yeah. just, it would just not be okay. No, it wouldn't. No, would they even air it? It'd be. I don't know. It'd be too I much. Ugh, hated it. On the next time on, we see Caleb's friend wanting him to be exclusive, and he seemingly does not. Ben still has not seen Mahogany and has decided to go to her hometown where she lives with her parents. I don't know what his plan is, and is he just going to walk around yelling her name? (laughs) Don't see the point of this at all. I would imagine they just didn't show you, but she at least messages him. Because I don't know if I would be traveling to this girl's city. I bet she doesn't. Oh, interesting. I bet they still... She's like, I'm not talking to this dude. We'll see. But But actually, something I didn't mention, I do like that he actually committed and went through with it because... Oh, really? If you're if no if you're going through this process, this is a great way to just say I did all the right things. I went there. You didn't show up. I'm done. Like this is a good way. Like it might have, might have been a little expensive, but hey, you're gonna find <laughs> out. I'm I'm done with this. I mean that makes sense. And he seems like the type of person that needs it really thrown in his face to get yeah, that. For yeah. example, I said, oh, you text me. You don't want me to come. I'm not spending this money. I will find somewhere else to go with this ticket. Mm-hmm. Nope. But the fact that he's already been catfished. And he's still doing things like this mm-hmm. and going all the way when they said, don't come. You're right. If, he, he has to have this experience. I mean, either way from what you've said that she just doesn't like her photos yeah. at all. I mean, isn't that, I mean, she's still like a in, young, beautiful I mean, woman. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, she's yeah, just not. Yeah. It's just a very filtered, yeah. edited version in, of herself. In that way, I mean, he's, he's, he's already confirmed. Like he's, this is basically his second time being catfished. Yeah. No matter what, exactly. whether it's a positive outcome or negative, like you got catfished. Yeah, again. this isn't who you're talking to. Right. So he needs <laughs> his family's going to have to go down and say, with him, like, you need to stop doing this. Yeah. Stop looking for this 24 year old that God sent you and just be a little bit more realist. How about you just be a better father? Live your life. Do the things you want. Work on your motorcycle. See if someone comes along. Why does it have to be this tw- like a 20 year old from Peru? Yeah. <laughs> just why why is god only leading you to hot young women <laughs> internationally yes never in your zip code mike is going to propose to Jimena in front of her entire family which stresses me out oh yeah you know did we, have we seen the scene of mike running no oh my god where i forgot that was coming up is this is this it i think she's gonna say no and he bounces i need to look back at that clip and see what they were wearing Okay. Look look what Mike's wearing. And her, because she was wearing that black dress. But do they show her when he's running? I thought so, because I thought she said something. Okay. No, but see, that could be an edit. She says something, and then it's a totally different scene, and he's running right. away. Oh but my this... god, what happens? Because I'm rooting yeah. for them so hard. I actually really like them. She probably says no. Or was it no to a prenup? Because weren't they talking about um, a prenup as well? We're going to have to go back and oh check this god. out. Okay. because I totally forgot that was a thing. I was expecting it happily ever after. Good catch. So this episode, we didn't see anything of Memphis and Hamza, but on the next episode, we see that she wants to get a prenup and he does not. Which Basically, they showed he us says on the doesn't. next time on two episodes ago. <laughs> Did they really? The prenup thing is oh been previewed God. forever. <sighs> are they running out of material or are they just stringing us along? Just or us both? Along. Just stringing us along. 
Well, the fact that they don't feature every couple every episode, you know they're stringing you along because they don't have enough material. (laughs) They don't have enough storyline. They have to basically like, oh, we're not going to show them this entire episode. We'll just show them on the next one. They're not actually getting married, right? This hour and 20 minute episode, we can't fit their story. No, we cannot. Even 10 minutes. Oh my God, it's feeling really long these days. (laughs) Like, do you remember when it used to be an hour with commercials? Oh, yeah. yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so nice. Hour and 25 just feels like... That's 40 minutes of ads they're playing. That's disgusting. They're, I'll pay for Discovery oh Plus God. to not see those. I don't want to see that many ads. That's, How long am I sitting there? That's fucking brutal. Two hours? I can't. 40 minutes. Of your life. 40 minutes. I mean, sure, you might you know check the phone, get on Twitter, look at the look at the, the family. But you're still sitting you know, there waiting day, for the story. 90, 90 day fan, but yeah, that's. That's a lot of time. I. That's reason enough for me to be watching Discovery Plus. But hey, also. Hey, one of your pods mentioned this. I mean, we're talking shit, but. It's taking us a lot longer than an hour and 20 minutes to get through this episode. Yes, I'm pausing all the time. If yeah. someone makes a noise, I got to rewind. It's it's a whole thing. <laughs> so I play certain scenes like four <laughs> times because so I just cannot get the notes right. <laughs> it takes me so long. And the last couple. Again, we see Jasmine's reaction to the messages from Gino's ex. But who knows? Maybe we'll see it in the series finale. Because I still don't see this mm-hmm. happening. You know what? You just don't see them all next episode. That's what my theory is. We're not even going to see them at all next next episode, and this is going to be the finale. Just like they didn't show Memphis this episode. Yep, same thing. Calling it right now. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) Oh my god, Gina was wearing all-white Air Maxes at the airport, and I was so proud of him. They look great. Such a better look. So much better. Jasmine probably bought them for him. (laughs) You're actually probably right. She's like, you need some different footwear. Because I swear he was wearing like dad New Balances. He was wearing some dad, some Pam shoes. <laughs> the widest sneaker club. Yeah. He's really in the widest sneaker club now. The Maxes yeah. were hot. Yeah. Moving on to Sister Wives, season 16, episode 11, one-on-one, part one. There's three parts. That's a lot. Also, pay them whatever they want to get them on the couch together. I, I w- need I that. want this whole family on the couch. Yep. I want to see facial reactions to every I question. also want the kids. I want the older kids. Eh. Nope. I want their opinions. What do you think about when you see your parents talking like this? How do you feel about your dad only living with one wife? Man, those are the... <laughs> man. Yeah, get me on there. Man, those are the questions. I'm not... We're all gas, no break. Get me on this show. You know, the fact to sign contracts, so this is this whole setup was probably already written in the contract, but yes. man, to get them all on they the same couch... They should have paid them couch, big bucks. Whoa. Whatever they wanted. Whoa. Cody, you want to build some houses on Kiyoti Pass? <laughs> Let's go. Get, get on this couch with every wife yep. together. It's never going to happen again, ever. So we know there's a season 17. It was confirmed by Peyton. His mother is filming right now for season 17, which honestly, what, when is it going to come out then? In two years? Uh, man, you know, it's interesting. We're living in a time where studios are either filling you like 90 day with Die. five different series so mm-hmm. no matter what time of year there is some type of 90 day content happening but like sister wives and like tlc like they don't really they don't have that like they just don't yeah. film enough there's but frankly there's just not enough going on in their lives <laughs> to what and it's and the cast show everyone's you know, self-filming you know, you know well, with 90 day you also have like a huge cast of people and also they're mm-hmm. they're content or their seasons are so minute that they're really not paying these people that much money yeah especially the 90 day people but sister wives it's like a long standing yeah. 16 man but like 90 day happily ever after i swear it's like 25 episodes those ones are long but these <laughs> ones are not thankfully and 
for the most part, I mean, sister wives, they're pretty boring people. Like, there's yeah, really there's nothing not, happening. There's really nothing going on. We're in watching self filming, which means they're being very selective of what they say yeah, and what you're they not show. Fucking, you're not fucking going to show them selling Lularoe and fucking diet supplements. Like, God, I wish so, we did. So the show actual, me them packing things. Show so me the, them making their plexus. So, so, I want to so see. So the it. actual content is is very small and usually just focuses on like their relationships, which is really what people are interested in. It's like, yeah, what is no, going I, I want to see the MLMs, but. <laughs> I mean, they could have opened it up, but I don't think the kids want to be filmed. No, I don't think so either. They're kind of like over it. They're like, no, like I don't want to be filmed. I want to be on TV. Like this is not I think me. They're they enjoy pretty private. Their privacy. Pe- they're pretty private people. Um, Logan did it right immediately when he, I feel like, turned eighteen, and he could say himself, like, "I'm not signing this." He's like, "Don't fucking film me." Yeah, like don't include me in this shit. Yep. What did you think about the episode? I think I, they, you know, what? they're warming us up. I hope so, because I thought the much. first half of this was really nothing. Nothing happened, you know what, you but know it what, got better. Well, this is an example of what happens. They might say, they might say, like, uh, how's your relationship right now? I'm like, oh, we don't have one. <laughs> but they might ask a follow-up, but it's almost, like, very subtle. They don't yeah. ask you, like, hard, like, real deep. There was a couple of deep questions. I think the host is doing an awesome job. She only bugged me at one there are, point. There are... And they previewed one of the questions, which we can mention is, you know, like, how do you, like, how do you feel? Like, Cody only really has a relationship with you, Robin. Like, a full relationship. I'll, I'll wait to hold, I'll hold my judgment a little bit on her reaction. But if the reaction is how they're showing it, why the fuck would it make you angry that the other wives are basically jealous? Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to assume that but, was but, editing. But, so we'll see what the uh, whole statement let's is. Let's just get into it because I think I can mention, like, some of the why some places there could have been much deeper questions asked that the fans would want answered. Yep. So something I want to point out before we start. Every time you see Robin's portions, she does not have real tears. No. Now, on the Sister Wives podcast with Ace and Caitlin Fanning, they bring up a really good point that Robin is always dabbing her tears from the outer corner of her eye. When you're really crying, it's in the inner where your tear ducts are. So there's never any actual tears. She's dabbing on the wrong side. She's always just scrunching her face. So there's never actually tears. No. She's just getting... She's a uh, master manipulator. She's getting emotional with no tears. Sure. Um, sure. You're even giving emo- her a lot of credit emotional. there. Now I totally understand where the Sovereign nickname comes on Reddit. She like... They... In the... Okay. Just one more thing about this episode... They ask her the first question, and she immediately, immediately starts sobbing. Why? Like, just fucking be a grown-up and just answer the fucking question. It'd be too nice. Too easy. Okay, one more thing, and then we'll really get into no, the No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm loving this. I got a cameo from Christine. Well, we got it. Oh, yes. Here we go. We were super curious if she was going to date again. And... I know it's a super personal question, but I wanted to see what she had to say about it. And she could have just not answered. Exactly. In in On Cameo, when you fill out the form, it says basically, who is this for? Details about the person, things like that. So in my instructions, I said this is for us, Ellie and Leon. And I just told her, basically, we're really rooting for you. We think you deserve love and happiness. We hope life is going well. We were just curious if you planned on dating again and feel free to answer that as vague as you want. I know it's super personal. 
you know. Oh, I cannot. We cannot wait to share. Yes. So I'll insert that here. Hi, Ellie and Leon. Um, thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Thank you for rooting me, rooting for me, rooting me. Mm-hmm. No idea what I was gonna say there, but thank you for rooting for me. I appreciate it as well. Um, just your message was really sweet. Um, things are doing like I'm going doing great right now. So truly, and I were just talking about just what does the future look like and everything and everything that could be different. And, and she goes, mom, I really like where we're at right now. And I love my life and I love our life together. And I just said, I agree. I love it as well. And we're just focusing on that and focusing on the present and more about this wonderful, wonderful world that we live in and all of the opportunities that we have and just keeping our life simple that's what we're doing right now and that's what I'm really focusing right now is just simplicity and finding just enjoyment in gosh meeting incredible new people and having the support of many wonderful people like you that makes the biggest difference to me and it makes me stronger and everything and I I just really appreciate your support so much this is really cute though thank you for your questions as far as dating yeah I think my answer is just I'm gonna keep life simple for a while I think that that would be best uh, thank you though for your questions I hope everything is working for you and life is wonderful for you and you're able to find happiness and peace and joy and thank you again for your support you take care and I absolutely loved her response. I'm a Christine stan. <laughs> I'm a I fan love, forever. I love that she did not close the door. She did not close the door. She is open and she wants her life to be simple. And I think it's great. And I think someone's going to come along and sweep her off her feet and give her the love that she has deserved for so many years. Truly is about 11-ish. Yeah. I wonder, and mind you, Christine's probably like 50, like early 50s. Yeah. I mean... I would say, like, maybe she'll wait until Truly's, like, an older, older. person and kind of, like, going off to college or something. I mean, she's she's in no rush, But so. then Christine would be, like, not not that age, you know, don't stop. It doesn't stop you, but she'd be, like, 60. That's fine. You can find yeah, love at any that age. That is fine. I, I, I get that. I get that. But I loved everything she had to say. She yeah. was so positive. I, she, I think she's in, honestly, when you're in that moment, she's probably dealing with, like, anxiety, depression, like all kinds of feelings and man, I think she's just so much more happy now. Yeah. I think her life is just so much nicer, so much more simple as she keeps saying, you know, I just want simplicity and it seems so much nicer. But the fact that a while back she asked her, one of her daughters, if marriage is that simple. Yeah. And they said, yes. And I'm like, I think, I think she's going to be dead. Yeah. I think so too. I don't think necessarily like out dating a lot, but I think she's totally open. If a guy was hey, like, Hey, well, I happy, would love I'm to ha- get to know you. I'm happy for her though. Yep. I'm happy for her. Fully supporting her. Okay, really getting into the episode now. Let's just say, my girl, Janelle, I love you. The curler in your hair, you don't give a fuck. She was fucking trolling us in that video clip. (laughs) She's like, I just woke up. I got my curler in. Like, I'm heading to this fucking shoot. Let's go. Let's go. I loved it. Live your life. Yeah. (laughs) The first topic that we discussed was family distance. There's a throwback video of them all at an Italian restaurant going over basically how Janelle feels like they don't really need each other anymore. They're not getting together. When they do, it's super difficult. 
a lot of kind of the cracks are much more prevalent and noticeable now. Mm -hmm. And so Janelle got everyone together to discuss what this means. Christine, during this conversation, said she felt that she, she owed Janelle authenticity. At this point, Christine says that she feels like everyone hates her. She feels like an outcast. It's hard to be in family settings with everyone. Mm. Everyone individually said they were surprised to hear this. I think that's just an example of how distanced they truly are. How would you be surprised by this? Are you not talking to her? I think that the way their relationships are built to say, I have a relationship as a sister wife, but I have this marriage with this man, Cody, but we don't intertwine those relationships i'm not going to talk to my sister wife about this deep relationship with myself and cody but that i think that also leads them to not talk about certain issues to each other like very troubling things because they are always so shocked when someone's in pain or they're lacking something they've never heard it wow they're always so surprised and it does show, like, you guys don't talk about this stuff. At all. Or or we just thought Mary was always over there because you don't talk. Exactly. About anything. A perfect example is when Mary says that she was surprised by how Christine felt. And Mary said she understands. She also felt like that. Mary said that she tried to reach out to Christine, but it always wasn't reciprocated. Again, I think this goes beyond just not yeah. knowing what's going on. Yeah. They just don't they're not friends they have the same husband but they're not friends to kind of expand on that mary later on says that she didn't realize in that moment that this had to do with christine's relationship with cody again alluding to exactly what you said we do not talk about our relationship with cody with the other sister wives is this a good time to do a little comparison between mary and christine yeah whatever i feel so bad i forgot the host's name i didn't write it down i feel um, i apologize but I love I love this part. This was one of the most incredible pieces of the entire one-on-one is the team comparing the storylines of Mary and Christine's lack of intimacy in their relationships mm-hmm. and how each wife has essentially chosen a different path. Yep. At, Even though they're in very similar situations. Very, very, very similar. Cody's whereas, withdrawing from both of whereas them. Whereas Cody has said... You know, basically to marry, like, you're waiting and I'm not coming. Like, yep. we can be friends. Like, that's that's it. And and then that same thing was said to Christine, essentially. Like, I don't want to be intimate with you. She says, that's not fucking enough for me. Like, I'm not going to be in a loveless marriage. Like, I'm yep. done. Like, get out of my fucking house. I'm moving. <laughs> and it's amazing that Mary says that she says we have different values. Which I thought was which, bullshit. That's kind okay, of throwing a little shade. This, if you break it down of we have different values, that could be of, of family, of marriage religion okay you don't have room to judge christine on this matter you i wouldn't say allowed you you accepted a divorce with cody yeah you could have held strong in your religious beliefs or whatever or values not support and you could have told cody divorce is not a part of our religion i don't care if these kids are joining our family if god wants it to be he will find a way you will not divorce me I think it's bullshit that Cody, even in this episode, still sticks with, he I says, don't believe in divorce. He says, I he, don't believe in divorce. I will never divorce You have them. divorced one of your wives legally. legally. You have married a, two divorced women. Yeah. Don't talk to me. You don't believe in divorce. Divorce has led you to two women. Yeah. 
That he makes no divorce. fucking sense. Oh, and then and then the then jumping to Cody, he says the wives are free to leave whenever they want. I can't leave. I don't I don't have that choice. Almost referring to in my religion, like I cannot divorce my wives. Even I can, though he did. I can, I can I can legally divorce them. Yes. But they're still with me. Okay, see again, you're, you're just dancing around religion. I hate that. Like yeah, if you're going to be religion, exactly. go all in. I don't do the dancing this around. This is what I don't understand. He believes essentially that he'll go to hell basically if he's going to get a divorce. So no, no. But, but he he's he's but, trying to do all these little technicalities. Okay, like, okay. I can be a piece of shit husband, but as long as so, I don't legally divorce you, so we're cool. God will let can, me in. So, as long as... Well, mind you, you've already legally divorced a wife, so technically, I mean... And you're emotionally divorcing okay, another one. So, as long as you let them chill with you and be friends, you're going to go to heaven. Yeah. But if Mary doesn't give up, when you all pass away someday, you're going to meet back with her in heaven. <laughs> you are. So... Is the point of we're just gonna be friends in here, but when we get to the next phase, we're gonna be chill and everything's gonna be forgiven. Why wouldn't you just do that now in the in your current life? So they are sealed together in their religion. Sure. So they're still going to be in the exact same in heaven. Is he still gonna treat Mary so, like shit? So, so the question you can go deep with Cody then and say, in your religion, like this is your whole thing. Like, you know, you're together, you're gonna go to heaven, you're gonna meet up with your wives, you know, Janelle's mom just died, she's gonna meet up with her husband. You're going to meet up with Mary in the, in in heaven. Yeah. Are you treating her the same way in that next phase or are you Will you accept her then? In are, that would phase? you accept her then because she's stayed on the path? Yes. Now, I want to make it super clear I'm not bashing their religion. No. I, no, no, we are bashing Cody. I want that to be no. very clear. Uh, yeah, and, and the contradictions. And we're, we're yeah, the whole contradictions of of oh, I can believe in this, but then, you know, I've also actually divorced my wife, but we're not yeah. supposed to believe in divorce like no. So yeah, just want to reiterate, not against Mormonism, not against whatever you believe in, you believe in that. That makes you happy. That's what I, you base I, your life I around. Think That's go, fine. I think it goes back to the whole like, yeah, religion, cool, as long as you you don't hurt anyone. But this man is actually hurting people. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. The, he's hurting the relationships. The people he claims are the closest to him. And he there, constantly is talking about how betrayed he is. There, there's a scene where it's, it's more of in the preview where he's basically bashing Christine for not believing in, in plural marriage anymore. It says, oh, how can you say that? We created beautiful kids, yada, yada. He's like, that's bullshit. Dude, whether you're in a plural marriage or a monogamous marriage, you only need a husband and a wife to have a child. Yes. You don't need multiple wives. In this situation. In this situation. You don't need multiple wives to have a kid. No, he could have just had kids with anyone. And from what we've seen, Christine practically raised all these fucking kids. Yeah. So don't act like it really just wasn't her. And also, Cody did not. There's a point when Maddie oh, says, Dad to, has changed okay. four diapers. Ba- now, back to Mary, because we're, com- we're comparing these situations. Yes. Mary says, people say, why are you still here? Like, why did you decide to stay? Why don't you just leave? She's got it all wrong. She's saying, leave the whole family. Like, no, wh- like exactly. you're so unhappy. Cody wants a friendship. There's no intimacy. We are not saying leave your family. We're saying leave Cody. Yes. Be a part of the family. Yeah. Be a part of the kids' lives. You should go find love and be loved. Just do whatever you want. Don't be bound by this man and his horrible treatment of you. And he's holding you to standards he does not okay. uphold himself. And then Mary mentions that the whole, you know, being a part of this family, they have described in detail of things you've done where people are not close to you. When you used to live in the same home, 
you base you basically told people you need to go outside yeah. to get to another part so of the house. Welcome. Don't go like pretty much don't you know and then she probably didn't say it directly but indirectly don't go through my part of the yeah. house to get to Christine's or to get to Janelle's. Yeah. Okay, that's strike one. Strike two, you only had Mariah. You only had one child. But every time they describe it, they mention Christine as raising all the kids. Yeah. Where was Mary to That's help Christine when you only had one child on your own? Now, that, that's fine. She only had one child of her own. Where we're going with this as... And Mariah's the same age as the older kids. Well, and the whole, so, what mind you, you we're, always, we're always with the concept of sister wives being there. If you're not there to help, you know, help your sister raise her yeah. kids. God forbid something happened to you. Like your kids would not be alone. But it truly alone. was Janelle and Christine. But Janelle was working. I'm like, yeah, but they I'm never, they that- never mentioned Mary. In that, in that moment, no. they never mentioned her. They're like, oh yeah, Janelle was working. So I took care of her kids. I'm like, where was Mary to help you? I Take care know. of these kids. Is Christine raising like 12 kids at one moment in time? That's fucking crazy. I don't know, man. So this whole thing of her saying that this whole family is important to her, I was like, I don't know. You say no one comes around. What are you holding on to? Yeah. And if she wants, she can still hang out with anyone, especially the older kids who make their own decisions. And it's not like they have to go through Cody. She I, needs to I just, leave and keep I the was, relationship she wants. I was just really disappointed in the way she answered that question and compared herself to Christine's. Not compared herself to Christine, well, but just did. sort of ju- like, hey, judging we're her just, on we're her just, values. That was her decision. We're different, you know, different values, whatever. I'm not buying what you're selling when yeah. there's all these examples of either you could easily just go do your own thing as you're already doing. Why are you in this thing with this dude? Like, yeah, he you're pulling you. your own money. You're pulling. You do what you want. Just, just have the freedom to. And I don't even give a shit about Robin because, like, everything she says, I'm just like, whatever, dude. Yeah, it doesn't matter to be honest. In, in, in that scene when they were all talking at dinner, mm-hmm. her fucking at the Italian face, restaurant. Yeah. Oh, okay. She was like so shocked that yeah. a wife could be like, feel hated. I feel alone or hated when we're rather like. I feel negative energy yeah. when I'm at these family gatherings. She's like, how could you? Yeah. And then you. I cannot wait for the next episode where they mention of you're like the only one he's in a full relationship with. I cannot. And That's my, what I want my to theory, know. My theory is that Cody and Janelle haven't been intimate in years. I don't think that's really her love language, though. So I feel like it's not as big of a deal for her. I think communication is a bigger relationship impacting to her so for example the fact that they talk a lot and that they text a lot she feels comfortable with that as to where christine is clearly physical touch romance she needs that right i mean so is mary but you know but you know she's denying herself that also you can speak on this more if you want to mary's bullshit excuse of not wanting to leave a family but she's essentially sexting this person she thought was a dude yeah she said she never planned to leave but that's a lie we have seen the text messages we've seen the photos we've seen the voicemails she was leaving and she will not admit that well cody says she can't admit that no because the family didn't break yeah like we're still here and she's still here yeah this is where i want deeper questions because that they said that mary and cody haven't been intimate for more than 10 years. Which is prior to the catfishing By situation. By years. Yes. Years. So I wanted that host to say, what maybe, she does, maybe she doesn't know the whole background or the timeline, but what was wrong the five years previous? 
Exactly. Because the catfishing thing was only a couple years ago. You guys haven't been intimate for 10. Yeah. What what caused all of that? I also don't think it's fair that we only talk about Mary in the catfishing situation, but we don't talk about Cody and the status of their relationship and why she was seeking love and attention and intimacy from someone else. Granted, no one deserves to be cheated on. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, again, kind of what you were alluding to. What happened? What was the actual fracture? Both Mary and Cody agree that wasn't the fracture. If you, yeah, because I think I think at a face level, people just see the whole, oh, we catfished her. Oh, she's a bitch. You know, whatever. She wants to leave. But They're you have to you have to ima- you have to imagine for you know this like isn't this, this is not an accurate timeline. Have your grain of salt. You can do your own research. But let's say for multiple years, she did not have any intimacy in her marriage. For all she knew, it was like at a friendship level at that point for years. Now, put yourself in her shoes. Could you be with your current partner for years without any intimacy and be okay with that? Like you wouldn't go reach out to someone. Like I think people are way too quick to judge her about. And man, the fact that she mentioned it was not the catfishing story. Yeah. They did not follow up with what was it? Exactly. What was it? That's what we all want to know. What was it? Like what was it? Jealousy? Is it? She did. Is touch it Mary on how jealous instantly she was. jealous of Robin? So he was immediately put off. Like uh, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, you you're think jealous. of that timeline. Uh, what was happening ten years ago? He got married to Robin. Take what so, you will of I that. Mean, either I mean, jealousy could be a really big turnoff for people, and maybe for Cody, it's a huge turnoff, especially being in a polar thing. Like you cannot allow jealousy to impact you because, like, come on, I have multiple wives. Like I'm going to be poking multiple women. I just wish Mary could have a brother husband. Oh, that's. I'm just hilarious. saying. You have someone at your house. Enjoy your life. Yeah, Cody's there, I guess, since you that's what you value. I also don't like that. I think, honestly, if Christine just puts her best foot forward, is huge with the family, I mean, it's going to show Mary that you can leave Cody and still be in this family. I think she would have a better relationship with all the kids if she left Cody. Be your own yep. person. You don't have to be tied to him. Your value is not tied to this man. We talk I also a- wonder if part of it, I'm sorry, no, I also wonder if part of it is a business decision, like her sales would be impacted if she leaves Cody. I don't think so. I wonder. I, I don't know. Like I don't You know. could still do the show, just like Christina's still doing the show. No, but remember that LuLaRoe thing is all about like the man, but oh, I don't think Cody's like helping I don't think LuLaRoe. Cody's doing LuLaRoe. No. He's doing um, hair plugins. He's doing just taking money from the, the family pot. Because him and Robin don't work. Oh, one of your podcasts mentioned, show us the financials. <laughs> yes. We need to find out how to find people's tax returns. Isn't that public info? I don't want to spend that much time on this. But <laughs> I, feel like it would, I feel like it would take some time and it's too much. And it's I'm more not than willing, I'm willing to do that. It's more than I'm willing to do and I don't care. I just assume that everyone else is putting in more money. Yep, I agree. Also, somehow, the way Cody is, he would not accept signing a contract for less money than any of his wives. What do you mean? Like, oh, hey, we're, we're, we're hashing out contracts, yeah. but they're all Adele. So technically, and they're not married to Cody. They could have one on one contract negotiations. I hope they are uh, with the, pro- the producers or whatever. Yeah. The, the I hope company. Christine's making a gang of money. Like there's no unless there's a hell. We're all coming to the table. We're all asking for this much. The fact or above. that they can't even sit on a couch right. together. That is not happening. But, but money. Push, money, money makes things that's go. That's why I was saying money, pay them whatever the money hell they makes want. Things get go. them on that couch. So unless they're coming to the table saying, hey. 
we all need to ask for this much or above because mm-hmm. we can't be having like, hey, no. you make, you know, you make 20K, you make 100K, like you make, you make 50K. Like we need to all say we want 100K, right? We yeah. need to have a stance. But Cody's like, knowing him, he would not accept less. No, than no, no, wife. no, never. He wants, he has to make more than all of them. Yeah. Just purely based on ego. Yeah. They also go over the COVID protocols a little bit and the differences between the households. Mm-hmm. Something I want to bring up that Cody said that he was following what his doctor said to do, basically. Why does he have a doctor, but he does not insure any of his children? I thought that was weird, too. Cause Who they is had this to, doctor? They had to apply for insurance for Isabel. Yeah. I thought that was odd. So only Robin's kids has insurance? That's equal. I mean, honestly, cool. I wouldn't even... Con- I bet you the person he's talking about isn't even a real doctor. Considering... No. no I, I'm sorry. Considering his follows online? No. No, no, no. It's like his chiropractor. He's like, oh, my physician, my <laughs> yeah. chiropractor yeah. said, uh, I need to follow these rules. Robin said that she understand where Cody was coming from and then where Christine and Janelle were also coming from. But she didn't understand why they couldn't just mesh the two. And the answer is because of you. You would never allow that. The fact that Mary was following everything that that's, you were doing and you still didn't want to hang out with her. That's another follow up thing. Why didn't you say... It's why didn't you? Why didn't the host ask? It seemed like you all had. Well, mind you, she said you y'all like you and Cody, like Robin and Cody. That would be unacceptable. You should say it seemed like Cody had a very firm stance. It was either his way or no way on these rules. So what do you mean by mesh? Like what do we mesh? Because you wouldn't even hang out with Mary, even though you were allowed to. Cody wanted you to hang out with Mary. You said no. We're not bending the rules. You couldn't even let people hang out outside socially distanced you know I, I can't wait for what they already previewed it i cannot wait to hear christine talk about the nanny outside of this oh marriage. my god i know that was such a I big part of the wait. preview cannot wait because i feel like christine essentially has her freedom so there's no filter and she already did it on, on this one-on-one of yeah. like well when the wives got together without cody it was fun like She's doing so many jabs because she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm free from this guy. Like, I can say yeah. whatever I want. Didn't you? Okay, going back a little bit, because I wish I would have talked about this while you were talking about it. But the differences in the ways that Christine and Mary deal with the abandonment of Cody. So Mary's reaction was, we have different values. And Christine's reaction was, well, she said, my I, heart breaks for her. I, don't I know. could yeah, never yeah, yeah, do yeah. that. She's like, I don't know how she can do it yeah. like, for this long. Because I think for Christina, would, like if she, she sees that future and she's like, that would crush me. Like, I wouldn't even be myself anymore. Yep. Mary's essentially a shell of herself right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is her real self, especially when she's home. I don't think that's who she is. It's not the same person she is when she's with everyone else. No. I hate that I'm coming across good points in my notes that we already talked about. So just to kind of go back a little bit, we saw a throwback to Mary and Cody's wedding day and happier times in their relationship. Something that I was super annoyed that Cody said was, throughout their relationship, Mary has unloaded her emotion into a burden that he is supposed to carry. You're literally her husband. If she tells you her problems and how she's feeling, that is not a burden on you. You don't need to be married. I feel like this is one of the cons of plural marriage is that this head of the household position, Mm -hmm. especially with the amount of kids, the amount of relationships, they only have so much bandwidth to give to someone. Mm -hmm. So if Mary is coming at him with either, 
one issue or a lot of issues at some point in his mind he's like i don't have time for this like i have so many other people i need to like hey are you good are you good are you good like it has to be very quick like i can't just i can't stop and i mean i know it's a marriage like you have to but he's like yeah you have an issue like i don't have time like oh like he's expecting like yeah i'm good yeah my family's good like he it has to be but guess what? So he signed up for that. So I don't non, care. Non-obedient wives bringing issues. Yada yada. He's getting really annoyed. Robin He's the just type keeps, of guy. Robin just stays quiet. He's like, I'm happier. She doesn't bug me. She's a yes woman. I feel like this is the first time that Mary talked about her jealousy with each wife that came into the marriage after her. Hmm. I also thought it was interesting that what I took from this is that her and Cody have never had an honest conversation about the catfishing incident. It feels very. Did you believe her around. for a fucking second? She was like, "I thought we did." I'm no, like, that's why I say I don't you think they thought you did, one. lady. You fucking cat. You were catfished, and you were basically going to leave your husband. Like, what do you mean you thought you talked about it? I don't think they've ever had an honest relationship. Yes, they've had therapy, but they have not privately talked about why it even happened. Cody just keeps saying basically that he's the victim in this. I I understand he is a partial victim. I'm not not denying that. But now he's used it as an excuse to fully retreat. He's not safe with her. He will never be safe with her. And he never wants a relationship with her again. How fucking sad. Mary says she still has hope to have a relationship with him again. It's been 10 years. At this point, I mean, it's just like self-induced suffering and pain. Like, you need to go find love. Yep. Or just be happy alone. Just don't... What are you waiting for? Like, you're literally just waiting for someone that said they're never coming. On the next time on, we see Robin say it makes her angry that it bothers the other wives that she has a functioning marriage with Cody. Ugh, I have a lot on that. We'll save it for next week. All right. Christine says she doesn't believe in polygamy for herself anymore. And I thought that was really interesting because we never had her question her religion or her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Even though she struggled so much, I don't remember a time when she was interviewed or anything like that to where she was questioning polygamy. So I thought it was really cool to see her say, finally, this isn't for me. And that's okay. Cody responds with, what the crap? And that's my note. <laughs> that's what I was... We already talked about that's it. A, that's, yeah, that's what, yeah. I think this is just a warm up, or at least I hope so. Again, the first half of the episode was meh, but then it got better. So I'm hoping we, we get into harder questions as this three-part series continues. And we better not have to wait a year or two to see season 17. I need it to pick up right where it left off. With those boxes in Christine's house, no, I, I need to see him I don't dragging want to. them to I kind of don't want to because I think I feel like this show just needs a time jump. Oh, you're like right. Way, you're we're, right. We're like way behind. I want to see what happens in detail, but I totally agree. I would love a time jump more. Anything awesome. else? No, it was, uh, it was cool. It was cool. I'm excited. Three parts, though, milking it, but hey, whatever. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thank you all for listening. We hope you have a great week. Take care of yourself. Do something for yourself this week. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.